0: and me and we're going to be uh, going back to our sales conversations today more focused on uh, this is actually going to be call scripting, so this might be a, a little different for some of you folks who have never gotten into the world of cold calling or prospecting. But this is great actionable advice whether you're a sales professional, an entrepreneur, or if you're in the world of politics, you're trying to raise awareness for a specific candidate, whatever it may be. This is going to be a great episode for uh, for you. But first. Why don't I go ahead and give a shout out to today's sponsor, and that is Young Americans for Liberty. Guys, if you want to uh, go ahead and jump headfirst into the liberty movement and make a real impact, well, I have a great great opportunity here for you. Young Americans for Liberty is currently recruiting campaign field staff to help elect pro-Liberty candidates across the country as part of Operation Win at the Door. And these principled candidates are dedicated to fighting for gun rights, keeping our troops home, parental rights in education, criminal justice reform, ending our senseless spending, and many other winning Liberty policies. And when I say winning, I mean it. Their work speaks for itself. These are the great guys who and, and gals who uh, have helped pass constitutional carry in Indiana, Texas, and Alabama, fought the lockdowns every step of the way, all while helping make liberty win. So, you want to help make a difference and get liberty candidates elected across the country? Well, hey, maybe you do. And if so, maybe you want to be a part of the fight to actually help make an impact in our insane political climate in 2022. Well, if so, you can join one of these awesome campaigns now through November 8th, gas-covered housing fully provided, and you'll be compensated a total of $2,800 a month for your work on the campaign trail. So, interested? Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash Y-A-L to apply and make a real change in this country today. That's com forward slash Y-A-L. Let's make with liberty win One more time, BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash Y-A-L. All right, folks. So on to today's episode, we're going to talk about scripting and cold calling for scripting. And here's a stat to start things off that just blew me away. The average length of a cold call, and a successful one, that is, is around five minutes. That's actually five minutes and 14 seconds, but it's just about five minutes. That's it. Now, for a not successful phone call, it's around three minutes. But as brief as these encounters are, it's actually the first three seconds of the call that matters. Now, for most of you out there doing cold call, even experienced ones out there, the problem isn't the talking about your value, your specific value proposition, or convincing your prospect to you know even book a call with you. Instead, it's that initial interaction, that first three to five seconds where your prospect has determined whether or not they're going to book a call with you. And here's another just mind blowing stat 98% of cold calls end in hangups right after that first three to five seconds. Not interested, click. But if you can get your prospects to listen after, that initial three to five seconds there, then you have a chance to, even if it's not a successful booking of an appointment or defining a next step, at least you've established rapport, hopefully, and you've established a task or next step down the road. All right, so let's talk about the opener and what you can do to have a better starting off of a cold call or a prospecting call. And I'll actually use my real-life prospecting call I use every single day when I'm going out and booking appointments. So it works. I know it works because I use it every single day. So starting things off, here's how I kick off a cold call. Now, remember, I'm in the world of cybersecurity and telecommunication. So my target market in this case, I'm speaking to CIOs, IT directors, folks in the technology space. So I'd start things off. Hi, Mr. Prospect. My name is Brian Nichols calling from Stratus IP. Uh, I had a quick question, and I was hoping you could help me out really quick. Do you have two minutes or so? Now, from that point right there, I would say seven times out of 10, you're gonna get a a yes in terms of I got a second or two minutes in this case, and here's why. First and foremost, what we've done is a pattern interrupt. So most sales reps try to do this weird thing where they come off super cheesy and like over enthusiastic. Now I know my shtick is being super energetic, but that's just who I am. I'm a, I'm an energetic person, but there are the people who are just, ah, how are you? I know I love everything you love. It's Andy Bernard in the office when he's trying to mirror Michael and Michael doesn't realize that Andy's just liking everything that he likes season three for folks playing along in the home game. But this, th- that's, That's something right there that you want to avoid. You don't want to be this, you know, hyper familiar type of person that's trying to build rapport. What you want to do instead is just acknowledge the elephant in the room. Yeah. Hey, you don't know me. (laughs) I'm calling. I have a quick question. Yes, I'm a stranger. We haven't spoken, but hey, it's going to take like two minutes. because now that I've already set the stage that, hey, they don't know who I am, but number two, now I've set a time commitment. I'm setting boundaries. It's not going to be an hour-long conversation where they're going to have to sit and listen to me. It's not going to be even 15, 20, 30-minute conversation. Literally, I'm saying two minutes because I don't want them to feel that I'm roping them into a conversation. It's going to be a time waster. And frankly, I think they also will realize that I'm setting expectations for myself. I value my time and I'm setting my timeline at two minutes as well because I have things I have to do as well. So that's number two. Number three, why this will work is because you're asking for a favor. If you're asking people for help, people are naturally, I'll say naturally, most people are naturally going to want to help. Why? Because we're wired to help others. We want to help other people. And in fact when we help someone in the, the mindset of reciprocity, we will find that they're more likely in the future to help us. So, it's important for us to take into consideration the idea of asking for a favor, but also into the tone. And if you notice, when I, I, I did my mock phone call, I wasn't the normal, hey, it's Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. wasn't that. It was, hey, my name is Brian Nichols. I'm calling from Stratus IP. I had a quick question, and I was hoping you could help me out really quick. Do you have two minutes? Notice how I was calm, cool, collected. I'm not calling in saying, hey, it's Brian. Can you help me? I have a question? No, I'm not doing that. I'm being calm. Because when you're calm, you're less aggressive. And when you're less aggressive, you aren't a threat. You're not going to scare them off. It makes you more inviting. And again, this is, is so simple, guys. It, it, it's literally just a, a quick one, two, three, four, literally in that that opener of what we're doing here. And if you do this and you approach things with the pattern interrupt, some time commitment, a favor and tone, then what you're going to find is that you're going to book an appointment, I'd say, you know, seven to eight out of every 10 calls you do. Well, maybe not necessarily book the appointment. I mean, I, I, I jumped a little too far, but at least continue the conversation, right? So we'll get to booking the appointment. So then... What you have to do next is, is to get some type of follow up steps. So what I do is I try to start things off saying, Hey, prospect. So I noticed that you, and this is what I like to do. I like to do a trigger event where I'm noticing in this case that they started a new company. So, Hey, prospect, I noticed that you recently started an ABC company. And I guess would you be the person I'd want to speak to now who handles the, the mapping out of unified communications and cybersecurity? Or is that someone else? So what have I done here? Well, first, what I've shown is it shows I've done some research. I I know that they've recently started, so I've recently must have done some digging somewhere to find that out. But what I'm also doing is I now I'm framing the context for my call, the meaning for my call. Why is this guy reaching out to me? And what I can I'm going to do is I'm going to get a yes or a no in this case. Yes, I am the person who handles that, or no, I'm not. And if that's the answer, no, I'm not the person. Well, that that's. Perfect, Because I don't want to waste my time going through trying to get somebody interested in a, a solution to solve a problem when they're not the person that I should be speaking to in the first place. So next what we're going to do is peel back the onion. And just like in Shrek, onions have layers. So we need to get really figuring out what the main issues could be behind these issues so in this case i understand unified communications and cybersecurity is going to be the main context so let's say they say yes i am the person who handles that so in that case i would say perfect so i guess when you're currently vetting out different vendors when you're doing that are you doing that on your own leveraging outside vendors you've already built relationships with or is it a kind of combination of both And in that case, uh, what I'm doing is now I'm helping set up context to continue a conversation. So when we're doing that, what we're doing is we're allowing them to engage in a conversation because what I'm doing, I'm not trying to sell anything, right? I haven't mentioned a product, a solution, a service, anything yet. I'm just talking about a specific area and how that person handles these different projects. So at this point, we're just trying to to really build rapport by going through and having a genuine, real-life conversation with our prospect. And that goes right into... Uh, when you're you're going for the next step, trying to set that next step, which in many cases is to, is to have a more uh, formal discovery call, um, you know something in that world, or if you're in the world of you're you're you know doing a one call close with somebody on the phone, then try to set up what the next step would be to uh, to establish the close. But in this case, what I would like to always do if you're trying to set up that next step for a discovery call, for example is to try and continue that conversation. So let's say for example, going back to the question about how are you currently vetting out your different vendors? Is that you know on your own? Do you leverage outside vendors you've already worked with in the past, a combination of both? Oh, we use a combination of both. Oh, use a combination of both? Gotcha, perfect. Uh, well, let me ask you, I guess you know now that you're kind of going through things right now, are you gonna be mapping out any projects in that cybersecurity or unified communication space? Yeah, you know, that might be something that we're looking at for January of next year. Uh you know, we're we're talking about it, but nothing that we've really set as a a main, you know, conversation uh for for next year yet. Hey, understood. And I I'm not sure if you'd be open to this, but uh would it make sense maybe to uh, to sync up maybe next next month sometime for a quick 30 minutes or so, really just to kind of see what projects end up being on your roadmap and if there might be a chance for us to uh, to help you out. I, you know, more or less we just want to get to learn more and then uh, see if there might be a good fit. Does that sound like a good idea? So what you've done now is you've gone to a natural Transition into a close. And in this case, the close is to set that next step to, to book the appointment in this case, which would be the discovery call. Now, if you're a sales development rep or an, uh, an SDR, if you're in the, the industry, this is a great opportunity for you to book an appointment and make your quota, right? Cause you're based or you're booked, uh, rather your quota is based on the number of appointments you book. If you're in sales, this is a great opportunity for you now to set strong, qualified appointments for your funnel. And if you're in the entrepreneurial space, this is a great opportunity for you to go ahead and grow your funnel. And if you're in the political space, it's a great chance for you to meet new voters and, and again, make sure that they're in your target market. Remember, I started things off talking about how we're talking to technology professionals, CIOs, IT directors, right? So being able to understand that and with that focus on that target market, But again, meet those new voters and be able to engage in a different conversation versus what they get all the time, right? They get, they're used to the political ads. They're used to the the constant mudslinging. Folks are looking for a different approach. So if you approach things differently than everybody else out there, guess what? You will in turn stand out so that is call scripting folks whether you are in the role of a sales professional and entrepreneur or if you're looking to improve your sales in the world of politics this is a great episode for you to have in the uh, the back pocket there, so do me a favor, folks. If you enjoyed today's episode, well, please, uh, number one, go ahead and head over to BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash support where you can become a $5 a month supporter. You will become a super fan over on our Patreon, $5 a month. Yes, you will go ahead and get access to our quarterly Q&As with yours truly. Actually, no, they're monthly Q&As. I lied. Sorry. Monthly Q&As with yours truly, and, and also so if you are interested in uh, you know, saying, hey, you know, I don't want to do the $5 a month, but I can do a one-time uh, donation, you can do that as well. PayPal, uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, whatever you can donate, every little bit goes right back here into the program to have uh, amazing guests on the program, like all the amazing guests we had here uh, last week on the program. So yes, I do appreciate everything every little bit that you guys can do uh, to help us continue bringing on amazing folks here into the program and also folks uh, another thing you can do to help support the show is give us a share Uh, when you do please go ahead and give yours truly a tag and also if you have not had the chance yet please go ahead and give the Brian Nichols show a five star rating review over on iTunes or you can go ahead and do so over at briannicholsshow.com forward slash reviews Uh, All right, folks that's all I really have for you Uh, with that being said if you did not get the chance to check out our awesome episode on Friday. I had Kenny Cody on the program where we discussed how Republicans need to start playing offense and uh, what a great conversation it was because, uh, yeah, hey, it's football season uh, and just like the Dallas Cowboys, you got to learn how to play offense even if your quarterback breaks his hand. But that's not a conversation for uh, today's episode because we are, in fact, not a Dallas Cowboys football podcast. But with that being said, thank you for joining us on today's episode, folks. I will include that link for that episode right there in the show notes. And oh by the way if you uh, did not get the chance yet over on youtube be sure to hit that subscribe button and little notification bell so you're not missing a single time we go live and oh yeah by the way we do have uh, our episodes over on odyssey as well so make sure you head over there and hit subscribe as well just in case just in case the youtube ban hammer ever comes down so with that being said thank you for joining us folks it's brian nickel signing off here on the brian nickel show we'll see you tomorrow